Blog Talk Radio. your girl D. Scott. It is a Tell the Truth Tuesday, March 15, 2016. And I can't, you know, I can't think of any better thing to talk about um, than why all men cheat on loyal women. Now, I kind of baited y'all with that title a little bit just because of the fact that I personally did not write that article. Um, A gentleman named... um, a gentleman named Ibrahim Asim wrote that article, and you can find him on Instagram, Fuel for the Body. At Twitter, he's Ibrahim Asim, which is E B R A H I M A S E E M. So before you call in, tune in, send me nasty grams or little messages, make sure that you understand that I personally did not write this article, but I do endorse this message. So basically, I was on my my uh, my Facebook today, and I love the little feature, the you know what you were doing a year ago. Wait, what's the shit called? It's called um, uh, today or whatever it's called. What happened today, or you know images or whatever. So I look and I see that I had liked this specific article, and it was by this gentleman. It was called "Why All Men Cheat on Loyal Women." And so this is a gentleman, he doesn't look to even be 30 years old, and he goes in about, um, you know, why men cheat on loyal women. Now, I have my own um, synopsis, hypothesis for that, but I'm going I'm to I'm I'm leave it to him to explain because it's kind of like the same thing that I said. So right now, if you guys are not um, listening, maybe you can tune in or you can call in, but, you know, for me, it's it's a situation where um, I kind of feel like it's near and dear to me because I have been cheated on many, 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 many times. And when I say that I have done what the hell I'm supposed to do, I, I can't express to you <laughs> how much I've done what the fuck I'm supposed to do in a relationship, outside a relationship, even when the relationship is over, I still do what the fuck I'm supposed to do. I'm not a cheater. I don't, you know, um, subscribe to the philosophy of women being hoes. Like, I just feel like, you know, it's not necessary, you know, just, just move on. Because if you go and you cheat on a man, I mean, God forbid, they're not built like us, honey. They, they can't just bounce back. So 
Here's what the article says. He says, when I confessed to my exes, he was saying he had an ex-girlfriend questioning of my fidelity over a year ago. All she would say was, wow. She seemed very taken aback by my answer. He says, so today when I was asked why men cheat by a young lady during a public speaking event, I was initially hesitant to share the full conversation me and my ex had about her suspicion of my lack of loyalty. And then this young lady says, can you tell me why all men cheat on loyal women? As if being a cheater, I, I mean, there's no reason to be cheating. I mean, for me, the real gangster, the real pimp is somebody that says, you know what, I don't fuck with you like that. I don't like you, and I don't want to be with you no more, period. That's that's the real gangster in the relationship. You know, hey, why you don't call me? Because I don't fucking like you. I don't like your conversation. I don't like nothing you're talking about, and I don't want to be with you. You know, you're whack, period. Just say that instead of going and cheating because we have become such a society that we feel like we have to have somebody, and that's just not true. So he says a curly-haired pre-med student asked me today during my public speak to a room full of 300 women, can you tell me why all men cheat on loyal women? And my response to her was, males Notice what he said. Males cheat on loyal women to boost their ego. A woman can be perfect for him, beautiful, career-minded, own money, cooks, does whatever he wants her to do in bed, loyal, intelligent, educated, faithful, and yet he still will cheat on her with an ugly, kangaroo-looking girl every time. But why? He said how a male treats a woman is not a reflection of her worth, and I have told you all this 1.7 million times over the years. You cheated. That's your issue. That has nothing to do with me because I kept it all the way one. In any relationship that I was in And that's why in the end They always try to come back to me Because I didn't do shit to you So he says um, It's not a reflection of her worth Nor is it a reflection on anything she lacks Or is not doing An overly macho, mentally weak, sensitive minded male Knows he does not deserve a strong-minded woman. And in his mind, he thinks that one day she will mentally awaken to the realization that she deserves better than him and leave him. And this is why males cheat on women, to have power over her. He cheats on her to boost his ego. Pause. Let me just be clear. You cheat on me, you get beat the fuck up, I'm going to slap your fucking mother, I'm probably going to kill your dog, and then I'm going to hit your grandmother in the Target parking lot with them red shopping carts, and then guess what? I'm not going to fuck with you. And that's just how it is. Like, if you cheat on me, oh, my God, I'm dying of AIDS. I got cancer in my uterus. Oh, my God, death. You just killed me. That's it. You're disgusting to me. So it says, by cheating on a good woman, it makes a weak-minded male feel he has power of over her. It makes him feel like he is worth more than her. And a male knows if he cheats on a loyal woman, she will care about him more. Pause. What kind of fucking women are y'all dealing with? Yeah, you going to care about me more after you cheated on me? Uh-uh. Now, I believe that there are men out there that are drama kings, and they like to have just as much drama in relationships as women do. So little stupid shit, like they'll play games, like one day they want to call you, the next day they don't want to call you. Motherfucker, maybe you was busy. I don't know. I'm so busy worried about me. I can't be worried about you. You know, now don't get it twisted. I will reach out if I haven't heard from my beloved in a day or so because of his occupation or because of, going on just to make sure like hey you good you know but other than that if you don't want to talk I don't want to fucking talk either so it says that um she will care about him more that's not true I'm gonna look at you like you are the scum of the fucking earth and we can never t- I don't even want you to touch me so it says yes initially she will be shocked that a man has the audacity to cheat on her especially with an ugly woman now let's keep it g 
most of the time, probably 90% of the time, y'all do. Y'all y'all mess with them kangaroo pouch having, you know, hood rat, you know, skittle skittle hair having motherfucking broads. But in a lot of my cases, the, the you know, if, if a motherfucker cheated on me, I remember back in the 90s, a dude cheated on me with a girl that could have been like my little sister. Like, she looked exactly like me. But, I mean, this motherfucker, I mean, she was bad. I was like, okay, well, I'm not mad. I'm going to still beat your motherfucking ass, but I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean anything because we are not the same person. We're not the same woman substance-wise. So it wouldn't matter to me whether she was ugly or not. You just allowed this woman to think that she was on the same freaking level as me, whether she was ugly or not. So me and her are the same. So I don't have shit to say to her. Me and you are going to have a conversation. So he says, a woman whose loyalty is taken for granted will question herself and, and the following. What is wrong with me? Am I not pretty enough? Is my ass not curvy and fat enough for him? Is my stomach not slim enough for him? Is it because I won't let him bring another girl in the bedroom with us? And I've told you about this nasty shit. Any man that's willing to share you, he don't give two shits about you. Because guess what? When they be like, you know what? Not that it's ever been asked of me because they, I think they know a little bit better than men I deal with. But when they ever ask me, you know, what about a threesome? I'd be like, okay, so I could bring another dude into a room? And watch you get busy with another dude? No, no, no. Well, then don't ask me to bring no another motherfucking woman in the room. What, you need help? You need help? You, you're not, you not the dragon slayer that you thought you were then if you need help for another woman to please me. And that's your job. So you telling me that another woman could do your job. Don't ask me for no motherfucking threesome if you're not going to get in the room with another man then. Okay, all hairy and shit feeling on you. Fuck out of here. So... Is it because I won't let him bring another girl in the bedroom with us? Is it my smart mouth? I don't give a shit how smart my mouth is. As a man, you can come to me and say, you know what, I don't like the way you talk to me, or I don't like the way that you talk to, to this person or that person, and I can either confirm or deny whether I give a fuck about what you're saying. Usually I won't because this is who I am. I'm 40 years old. I'm not going to change just because you don't like my smart-ass mouth. I had a gentleman tell me not that long ago, you know, I think you cuss too much. I said, what the fuck you want me to do? Okay, he said, I think you drink too much. I said, you don't know me like that. You don't know my fucking life. You should be happy. I'm not popping pills like every other 22, 23 year old girl out here overdosing on heroin and everything else. You should be happy. I'm not out here, you know, selling my body or doing 10 million other terrible things that I could be doing besides drinking this delicious wine that I'm drinking right now. Mm-hmm. So you should be glad that all I'm doing is drinking in the house by myself, by myself. Let me let me add that. Um, is it that I'm always over-emotional like he complains? What aren't I doing right? Should I do more? These are questions that, as a woman, I have never in the history of niggerdom asked myself if a man cheated on me. The first thing I say is, what the fuck was wrong with you, you weak-ass bitch, that you had to go and do that? You did the easiest thing in the world to do. You know what's hard to do? You know what's hard to do? Hide money offshore. That's hard to do. Go do the hard thing. Go have a house in Belize that I have to find out later on, and then maybe I could forgive you for your, your lack of, uh, of uh, privacy. But this dumb shit, you cheating on me with a motherfucker that work at the goddamn mall at a kiosk selling jewelry, you know, I don't care about that shit because at the end of the day, that's what you chose to do. I didn't do anything to make you do that. And there is nothing on planet Earth that's going to make a man tell me that because, Denise, you didn't do X, Y, and Z because you wore black and I wanted you to wear red, that that's why you cheated on me. That's some weak-ass shit, and I'm not buying it. And you little girls, you need to stop listening to these men say, tricking you into doing stuff that you don't want to do. They are modern-day pimps. That's what they are. Any man that loves you will not share you. That is a fact. Okay, that is a fact. So 
Then she will try to stay with him to prove she's better than the girl he cheated on her with. I tell y'all this all the time. Now, what that says to you men, because you're so stupid because you think everything is about you, is really not. At this point, now she has to stay with you so that she can prove to the, the bum girl that she's better than you. Right, So she'll stay with you, not because you the shit, not because she loves you so much, but she's trying to hurt the other girl to say, you know what, he and he did it with you and whatever. It was just one time. They make songs about the shit. I'm not with it. Okay, you could go. Y'all go be together because you know what's hard to do? It's hard for you to make a mistake and then have to live with that mistake. You want to go be with the mistake, then you go live with her then because I don't want to have nothing to do with you. You might be dying of AIDS right now. And then she says she's trying to prove herself that she can fight for love and, and help him by helping him change a bad boy into a good man. Girl, listen, I'm not your mama because the only person that's going to love you to the ends of the earth like that is your mother, and I'm not her, okay? I, I have a son, and, and he could do he could probably burn down several buildings, and I'll be like, it's okay, you know, it's just my son. Let me just get him out of it. But as a grown man, I'm not your mother. I'm not here for you to be on my teeth like that, Okay. So then it says, men, men, oh, I'm sorry, males use cheating to trick a good woman into settling for him. I'm not a settler. They got a commercial out about that shit. I can't even understand it. It's like it's written in a foreign language because I'm never going to settle. I don't care if I'm 172 years old in a red motorized wheelchair. I'm going to still be macking on you hoes. I don't care. I do not care. I don't care if my skin is wrinkled like leather from a purse. I will never be in a position where I have to talk to somebody because I feel like that's the best that I can get. So. This game that many males play cannot and will not work on a loyal woman who knows her worth. Ding, ding, ding. So it says, I learned that as men, we must realize that one woman who holds us down, stays by our side after we cheat on her, lie to her, hurt her, use her and disrespect her over and over. She is not loyal. She is weak. Praise Jesus. Okay? She is poisonous, and she will hold you back on your growth as a man. Don't be fooled and think this girl's telling you what you want to hear is loyalty. It's not. Because any woman that would allow you to do that to her, she would allow you to do it to you. So don't be mad at me if I'm checking you like, hey, you got to get it together. Get the fuck up out the bed. Go to work. Go find a job. Go do some landscaping. Go do whatever it is that you need to do. That's a good woman. That's a loyal woman because she's being loyal to herself, saying to you, look, if you don't come in here with these coins, like I'm going out here working every day to get these coins, you and I are not going to work. Because when you get to a certain age, it's not about just, oh, my God, I just love him so much. Oh, my God, relationship goes. No, it's about are we building an empire or not, okay? So it says, as a mentally mature man, okay, we need a woman who will be genuine with us at all times, even if that means she speaks her mind to the point where it pierces us and her tone appears to be, quote, unquote, smart mouth. In reality, she's not being smart mouth. She's being a queen and mentally strong enough to verbally ascend to her throne. Now, y'all men sit up there and y'all talk about, I need me a queen. I need me somebody to hold me down like Coretta Scott King. You know the shit Coretta Scott King had to go through with, with, with Martin? Okay, and you sit there and you deal with these weak, broke ass women, and you think that on any level that she's a Coretta Scott King? Come on now, don't don't be silly. Okay, and it says a loyal, strong-minded woman will speak her mind regardless of what anyone thinks and tell us the truth. That's why I'm reading this on Tell the Truth Tuesday. Tell us when we are wrong, and a loyal woman will not allow us to hurt our will not allow us to hurt her multiple times and still accept us. That is not loyalty, not at all. That is pacifying, babying, and appeasing. 
I'm not in the business of appeasing men. I'm just really not. You know, if you're doing some shit fucked up, you might, I mean, I'll take the L that you don't want to speak to me for two, three, six, seven days, whatever, whatever. But in the end, you know I'm right. And you know I'm only saying this because I care for you or because, you know, and I think a lot of women get into situations with men where they see the potential. Well, at age 40 and 45, there is no longer potential. There is, you are who you were, you was who you was when you got here. Okay, in your 20s, in your 20s, in your early 30s, yeah, there's still potential because there's still room to grow. And I'm not shitting on anybody's dream. I'm just telling you that age 40, who I am today, that's who the fuck I'm going to be tomorrow. That's who I was last week. There's nothing going to change. Nobody's going to come in here and say, you know what, drink from this cup and and you're going to be different. Okay? Now, a loyal woman will, will be loyal to your manhood, not your ego. A loyal woman will tell us the truth, even if that means she might lose us. And I've lost many a man. By telling him he wasn't worth a damn and he should crawl back in his mother's vagina. Mm-hmm. I've lost many men like that. But that's because women, a lot of times I feel that we're raising these men by by ourselves and then we, we fall into this synopsis and this, this, you know, this lie that, you know, I could do this by myself and this isn't this. They need male figures. Even if it's not his father, they need an uncle, they need a grandfather, they need somebody. I told you, I'm sending my son to his dad for the, for the majority of the summer. He needs that. There are, sir, I can't teach you to pee standing up. I can't. So let's get to when a man truly loves a woman. She loves him at his best, not settling for his worst, and she wants us to be the man who we were destined to be in the Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to strike that out of there because it's not a spiritual thing. This isn't something that I'm coming to people on on religion. And I said this to my beloved not that long ago, and I said, you know, when I speak to you, I want to speak to the king in you. I don't want to speak to the coon in you. You understand what I'm saying? Because if I have to speak to the coon in you, that means I'm going to disrespect you, and then we're not going to have a conversation at all. So I prefer to speak to the king and any man. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't go around saying, you know, I'm a king of this and I need a queen. Don't ask for a queen and you're not a king. Some of y'all is just court gestures. Some of y'all is here just for fucking jokes. You, 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 everybody can't be a king. That doesn't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody can't be a queen. It doesn't make sense. So... Um, this man will erase her insecurities and shower her with loyalty and consistence. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't speak any more about consistency than, any, than, than anything. I mean, I, if you are inconsistent with me, that is, that's actually damn near worse than cheating. Mm-mm. Because at least when I'm dealing with somebody, I know what to expect from each and every person that I've ever dealt with. I know that he's capable of doing this. I know that he's capable of doing that. And I know that this is some shit that, like, like, like I say, when I'm in relationships, you cannot come and tell me on any level about my ex-husband, about any boyfriend, about any man friend that I've ever dealt with, because I already know. I've already peeped the game. I've been in this game for too long. I study people for a living. This is what I do. So a loyal woman will not allow a man to live off of her. A loyal, woman, a loyal woman will not baby a man by working a job herself while he sits his lazy ass in the house all day playing Xbox and eating Lucky Charms and Pop-Tarts raw, okay? She's not going to do that because then she's lying to herself. I said this on the MMDTS show, the, the Married Men Don't Talk show, also on Blog Talk Radio. I believe they have a show tonight that goes on at 9.30 p.m. on Tuesdays. And I said this, I said, you know, because they were talking about men being in financial situations. I get that the market is bad, but get your ass out there and work at Walmart. If you got to go work with Habibi and them at the corner store, do what you need to do so that you can be respected 
and 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 feel like you're contributing. Don't sit there and say that just because you lost an engineering job, which a lot of people did in 2006, 2007, 2008, you know, hundred thousand dollar job, six figure job, and ended up having to go work at Walmart. You know, my pastor, Jomo Cousins, who was down there, he used to play in NFL football. His wife, Charmaine Cousins, they started a church called Love First uh, Christian Center down in Tampa, Florida, at technically Riverview, Florida, and that was my home church after Without Wall. Because if some of y'all didn't know, I used to be extremely, not religious, but very spiritual. I would, I would go hear the word of those that were anointed. I grew up in the church family, my Uncle Melvin, my Uncle Michael. This is just what we did. And... um my faith is, is, is unwavering, so I don't need to sit in the house of the Lord every Sunday because I, I live in the house of the Lord. So uh, save that. So when you're, you're, you're dealing with a situation where he started a church in the back of a gym and then went from that to, you know, going to another church after hours and then a community center and then a high school, they are building a multimillion-dollar structure right now. So we're going on, let me see, my son will be 12, about eight years it took him to do that. And Charmaine stood by him when he went from the NFL to having to work at Walmart till he realized that he was anointed and having to, you know, go into not the priesthood, but, you know, into preacherness. You understand what I'm saying? And he held it down, and that's what you do. That is a strong relationship, and you can see it. You know, everybody wants to sit up there and talk about relationship goals with Barack Obama and with, you know, Michelle Obama. Let's keep it G. Barack was not making as much money as Michelle was, but she didn't care because she saw the potential, right? And she only spoke to the king and him. I'm sure they had plenty of arguments over money when them books wasn't selling because people keep forgetting that, yeah, you could write books. doesn't mean that we're on the New York Times bestseller list. And even when you are, you might owe your, your, your booking agent, which I don't have one, a, a, a lump of money because they allowed you, they funded you that money. He was a father, you know. So now, and, and, and contrary to popular belief, the President of the United States only makes six figures. He makes, I think, like $300,000 a year. He's not allowed to accept gifts, but he does have free housing. <laughs> Clearly, Obama gave free phones. You know, so at the end of the day, you know, who was it that was really holding it down, right? You have to find that woman that's going to speak to the king in you, not the coon in you, right? Because any woman that's co-signing your bullshit, that's a danger to you because that's somebody that will let you get locked up in jail and go cheat on you with your brother. So it also says when a when a uh, a loyal woman will not allow a man to talk down to her and disrespect her like she's any girl because she knows that a mentally mature man deserves a strong-minded woman. So don't be offended if she's sitting there. I'm not saying to challenge the man every day, but if he's doing dumb shit, you got to check him because if not, that's not the man for you and you have to move on. So a loyal woman would not allow a man to refer to her as a bitch, a bad bitch, a boss bitch, my bitch, wifey bitch, because she knows we deserve a queen who has integrity. And I've told y'all this before. I might sing the Black Rob song, I had this bad bitch of town, she was woke, but I don't live my life like that. You know, and you won't really see me on any type of Snapchat or any type of media calling anybody else a bad bitch or calling anybody else anything other than a whore. I will call you a whore. Because that's in the Bible. I will call you a whore. So it also says a loyal woman will not allow a male to force her to get an abortion or to let him off the hook for abandoning her after getting her pregnant because she knows we deserve to be a father, not a baby daddy. Let's keep it G. Can't no man force you to do anything with your own body. I mean, and there is the rare case where a man has put a gun to your head because you know that being pregnant is a very dangerous time for any woman, not just a black woman, any woman. Mm. It's a very dangerous time. So... 
a loyal woman will not tell a man what he wants to hear. She will feed him wisdom he needs to hear and not be scared to do it because she's loyal to his inner king, which is his spirit. But, ladies, you have to get to a place where you say, you know what, I'm tired of speaking to the king in you, and all you want to show me is the coon. So you want to go and have somebody speak to the coon in you, you go you go do that. I'm not saying that money is, albeit important to me, but it is important because it's what I use to feed my son. You know, money is what I use to pay for this private school education. Money is what I use to be able to take him to see things. So, you know, if my ex-husband is in a position where he's not doing what he's supposed to be doing, which is if you can't spend the money, spend the time. If you can't spend the time, you got to spend the money. It is what it is. You know, and I keep our child, you know, we're we're trying the co-parenting thing, and I wish that Chris Classic was on the show tonight because I would love to talk to, you know, him about April. He will be on the show. He he going to do it. He going to do it. We're going to be hearing from him later on this evening uh, with one of his songs. But. It says, just as I speak to you women today, I speak life into young men as well, and I tell them to carry themselves as a king, to hold their head high and never settle for a weak woman when he deserves a strong queen like you young women. Young, old, don't matter. Queen, it don't matter. Well, how old is, is the queen over there in, uh, in England? She's about 175 years old. She's still a queen. It don't matter. So don't just speak to the young queen. you got to speak to the older queen, too. Yes, a weak woman will always tell a man he's right. She'll let him use her. She'll, let him, she'll give him her money to pay his phone bill. That's in his mother's name, and she will give him her money. Hold on, second page. She'll give him her money without him even having to ask, but she can never make him a better man, and she will never love him like a loyal woman can. He says, I made a huge mistake committing myself to a weak-minded woman before, and that woman was my ex. And last year after I broke up with her, she asked me if I ever cheated on her, as she always suspected, and I told her the truth and confessed. I have never cheated on you or any woman, and I've never been unfaithful in any relationship. And after my confession, all she could say was, wow, because it is commonly assumed that all men cheat. Yet this is completely false. I would agree all males cheat at some point in their life, but a man not a male, but a man, knows if he cheats, he could not be cheating. He would be cheating on a good woman. He would be cheating himself out of following and allowing a good woman to help mold him into a king, a loyal woman. Y'all got to start watching the Borgias. Y'all need to watch the White Queen. You don't just wake up and just everything is regal and everything happens for you. And one of the, the best uh, things about the White Queen, which is actually available on Showtime, you can actually watch it on demand if I'm not mistaken. Mm. It's either Showtime or Stars. I can't remember. It's been a minute. Um, was that they talked about um, Queen Elizabeth, not the one that's in, you know, look, in office now. But they spoke about the fact that she was the one that was really ruling England over Edward. <clears throat> And it was because Edward would come in, he would want to make these rash decisions, or he wouldn't want to cut his brothers off because there's a hierarchy to this. And one of the other most important characters was the kingmaker. Um, and basically what he did was he made kings. He set up marriages. He set up, you know, well, this person should be with this person. And this particular Elizabeth, long before this Queen Elizabeth, was uh, she was kind of a commoner. She had a little bit of a title to her, kind of like Princess Diana, you know, where she was the duchess. Um, but she wasn't a queen. And so she spoke to the king and him, and he gave her the power to do that. And that's when you have a relationship that's one-on-one. -on -one. It's not a relationship that's affected by outside people. So he says, you know, many people argue that men cheat because his women will not do what his women on the side will, but he would never even consider the option of having women on the side if he deserved her in the first place. So some men are genuinely not ready for a relationship, and to force one with them is only creating a relationship death wish. The idea that men are incapable of being monogamous is false, and I believe that. Um, 
He says, I enjoy going on dates, flirting, courting, and enjoy my single life. Let's go back to it, courting. Okay, he said, but in the back of my mind, I'm looking for a wife. He said, I have zero interest in having side hoes or fans. I don't need to have sex with every beautiful woman that I meet to prove how much of a man I am. My loyalty, monogamy, spirituality, and mental maturity prove that. He said, each woman I meet, I'm looking to see if she is wife material because I know I am husband material. So my mother raised a future husband, not a hoe. I choose to be celibate while single applause because my mother raised me to be a father and not a baby daddy and I live my life this way as proof that loyal men do indeed exist and he says I have to admit I am extremely picky and I know what I want in a woman let's take a pause and drink this red wine to that mm-hmm. I want a woman who is strong-minded as me I must admit that I love a woman with a smart mouth who will speak her mind yet knows that my masculinity and romantic aggression will always demand her respect so she never verbally disrespects me. And this is something that I talk about in my first book, Daniel Lane the Diary of a Hot Mess. I say, you know, it's funny that I will sit there and I will cuss out everybody. If I don't respect you, I don't care. You're getting cussed out. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm talking about in the bad, like in the worst way. But if I respect you, I'm going to speak to you in a different tone, in a different manner, so that it doesn't come across as me trying to be a bitch. You know, it's me trying to help you and trying to make you see what I see. Because a lot of times you women don't look at the king and the man. You look at what he could do for you today or what phone bill he could pay for you. And a lot of men do the same shit. There's a lot of gold digger niggers out there, too. You know, it's not just the female. These men out here looking for help, too. They just looking for a good time, and they looking for help, too. I can't help you. Because if I did that, then that would be like me saying that it's okay for my son to live off a woman, and it's never going to be okay for that. He has to have his own. You know, my son, you know, I teach him that, you know, he has to do this and he has to do that, and I want him to be like his dad in the sense of the masculinity of it all. But I also want him to be self-sufficient. I want him to be able to say, you know what, I know how to cook. I know how to do my laundry. I know how to clean. You understand what I'm saying? So what else do you bring to the table, young woman, besides your, your vagina? So he says, um, he says, I enjoy the single life. He said, but I have to admit I miss having a girlfriend to spoil, to show off, to take shopping to the mall before our dinner date, waiting an hour outside her house knowing she's getting her hair tight. Pause. I don't know why you're waiting outside. I don't know what type of female this is, but okay. Eyelashes long, eyebrows perfect, makeup on point just for me. Just for me. And this is where you women fuck up. <clears throat> Let me take a drink to that. Mm. You put on a show for everybody, and we, we, we often have a laugh about women that dress for other women. I don't dress for other women. I dress because it's whatever I wanted to put on, but I also I dress for my man. I don't dress for you. I dress to attract the opposite sex. I'm not coming out here trying to be comfortable, trying to be like, oh, she has on this, so I'm going to wear this other Louis Vuitton purse because that's what she's got on. No, I dress because whatever's comfortable for me, but I also dress to attract the opposite sex because I'm single. So when I say I'm single, it doesn't mean that I'm alone. It means that I'm not married. So like I said 10 million other times before, if you're not married, you're single too. So he says, um, I miss buying those Manny Petty gift cards. Now, this is all bullshit. This is all shit that I don't care about. Cute little box, surprising her. There are some men that do like doing. Like me, I like doing. You know, if I see something for my beloved and I want to have it, he's going to have it. You know, but I know that on some level, he's going to do the same thing for me. He said, I miss taking the same loyal woman out every weekend on spontaneous dates to the gun range, laser tag, indoor bungee jumping, rock climbing, wine tasting. Now, this all sounds like a bunch of bullshit, but there are men that are out there like that. 
He said, I miss making love to the same loyal woman, texting the same girl all day and never getting tired of hitting her with my hilarious, vulgar humor and deep intellectual conversation. Being hilarious, making her laugh, her ass off to the point where her stomach hurts from how much I'm making her laugh. I miss hearing the same voice every night before I go to sleep, hearing her cheese at the sound of the... um, of my deep voice. I miss being a provider for the same loyal woman, being her rock, someone she can tell all her problems to vent to and then give her some sound advice, speaking life into my woman to make her feel better. Uh, it sounds nice. I'm going to take a drink to that. Mm. It sounds nice, but the reality of it is men out here is broke as fuck too. So they ain't got no money. So I don't know what he does for a living or whatever. You can't be with a guy because he's buying you many petty gift cards and he's, you know, cooking dinner. Like, it just, it sounds like a big fucking fairy tale. And don't get it twisted. I have lived a very charmed and fairy tale life. But in the end, the hurt was always more painful because you're thinking, I thought he really was into me. Like I said, there was a book that was written by, um, uh, it's called Men Don't Heal, We Ho by Stephen James Dixon. And I talk about this phenomenon, you know, the Manny Petty and all this other stuff. These are minute investments. So you have to be careful when a man is investing in you just a little bit because he might be looking for a bigger return, right? And it's not just about sex. So Okay, that's cool. He took you to dinner, but then if he turns around and asks you to pay his rent, I mean, what 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 did you really gain? You didn't gain anything, right? And you're not even, right? Because you don't live there. And um Stephen James Dixon talks about the fact that he said, you know, and, and I'm so upset with him that he didn't come out with a second book to piggyback off his first book, which is Men Don't Heal, We Ho. If you are not familiar with that book, please go get it. It's by Stephen James Dixon. He came out with another book called The Love Something he did a bunch of, you know, um, statistical information, which he's not a statistician, so I don't know why he would do that. But the first book, Men Don't Heal, We Ho, was a definite game changer for me as far as how men deal with breakups because women deal with them completely different. We go to the gym. We like, oh, my God, I'm all about my kids. You should have been all about your kids anyway. So he goes into the book and he talks about the fact that, he would take women on a date, and then after a while, he'd be like, you know what, come to the crib, I'm going to cook spaghetti dinner for you. He'd say, yeah, because spaghetti dinner is only $6. Buy me a little thing of meat, buy me some, some pasta sauce, buy me some spaghetti, and she thinks she, you know, she's fine dining. Mm. He said, and sometimes, he said, I will put rose petals in a bubble bath for a woman because, you know what, I didn't want to take a bath by myself. You know what I'm saying? This was post his divorce. So, I mean, this, we have a young gentleman that is talking about things from a pre-marriage standpoint. Then with Stephen James Dixon, Men Don't Heal, We Ho, you have him talking about it from a post-marriage um, standpoint. And then you also have, you know, your Steve Harvey's, who Steve Harvey, you know, he might not be doing so good on the morning on the morning show. However, if you read his book, um, act like a woman, think like a man, there are certain points in it that are things that my uncles have told me that are very, very true, you know. So he says, after I finish speaking, because remember, we're still at the event, he said, um, the young woman really humbled me, as so many of them personally thanked me for writing, why the hell am I still dating black women? And he said, I never intended that piece to become an article. It was just venting off an extremely disgusting experience I had at a barbershop. He said, I want all my young kings to know they deserve a loyal woman, not a fast girl. We as men need to do much better. Let's be the men we want our sisters to marry, the men we want our daughters to marry one day, or to be wife by. Being a good man really is not that hard, young king. All a loyal woman really wants from us is a man, wait, all a loyal woman really wants from us as a man is our attention. That's not true. 
That's all. No, it's not true. That's a lie. Okay? Brianna, when you marry Chris, do all you want is his attention? No. No, right? You want his devotion, you want his loyalty, and you speak to the king in him, right? That's my little cousin, Bri, because she getting ready to get married in, like, 2027. But anyway, but they were always on the path of a relationship. There was never a time when they were not together. This is a man that has come to family functions. This is a man that they moved to Atlanta together. Bri, Bri, where y'all going? I'm crying Yeah, my little cousin, she sang opera, too. Sing something real quick. She don't want to do it. But if y'all ever, if y'all are on my Facebook, if y'all are fortunate enough to be on my Facebook, Bri is the one that was singing, I'm silent That was her and her man. I know you can't. It's okay. It's all right. But she does sing opera. She had Georgia State in the Peach Town, and I'll be down there next week. What are you doing with this? Where's the Prada? I don't have it yet. You got the Prada. I gave you one from Mama. Oh, what's up? The house I was about to say. Oh, I didn't bring don't it. be, look. You know, mama, why you ain't bring it to Atlanta? You ain't want nobody to steal it? No. Girl, bye. <laughs> My mama passed away. I gave Brita the, the, the product that she wanted, Bible. Um, But these are young people that are getting married and doing their thing. And I've watched Chris work at the mall. I've watched her work at the mall. I've watched them build their relationship, and now they're getting married. They both moved out of state together, and it is what it is. So people have to understand that when a man is not ready, He's not He's not going to be ready. There's nothing you can do. You could walk away. You could be like, fuck you, whatever, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's not ready. So he says, you know, um, all loyal women really want from a man is our attention. That's not true. You know, I do want your soul. I do want you to profess dying love for me. I want you to die for me just as I would die for you if something happened. Because what people don't understand is like, you know, no, I'm not getting into the biblical sense. But once you lay down with somebody, that's your husband anyway. That's your that's your mate. You bind you bound souls. So don't go around binding souls with people that you don't plan on keeping in your life. That's some whole shit. So he says, um wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. He says, uh and not asking a lot at all. Don't make her feel crazy for wanting us to give her consistency. You have to give me consistency because if you don't, I think that you don't fucking like me and then I'm just gonna move on. And I'm gonna go be with the guy that I know consistently does inconsistent shit. You understand what I'm saying? Don't give her second guessing if it's too early for her to expect us to be loyal, caring, and faithful to her. It's not. It's not at all. I'm loyal to the motherfucking soil, like Kendrick Lamar said. And I'm loyal because I'm not a hoe. I could never be a hoe. I tried. It just it, it would not work out for me because I'm just too paranoid with my body, and I respect my body, and I respect the person that I'm with enough to not do that. So it says if we like her, if we want to spend time with her in any way, she deserves our undivided attention, not half of our attention on her. And uh, But let's be clear. Then y'all broads post these memes that say, if you want a paid man, you better get used to a busy man. So I don't need your undivided attention at all times. I understand that my, you know, my man or my significant other has to work. So you go do you and then I go do me. But don't Come for me when I'm out here grinding, doing whatever. It might look like a whole bunch of shit. It might look like, wow, she's having a great time in these hotels. Don't ever get it twisted. Every city I go to, I'm grinding. It's zero fucks all day. Hashtag zero F-U-X nation. Hashtag team zero F-U-X. You know, I'm getting ready to sponsor a ride for Roswell because my father died from leukemia and lymphoma um, over 15 years ago at Roswell. And if you read my book, Stay in Your Lane, The Diary of a Hot Mess, available on Amazon and Kindle. And, yes, I've written five other books besides that, six in total. And my son is on his second book that he's writing. Um, 
I talk about Roswell. I talk about the solarium there. I talk about in the first chapter, you know, with my dad, you know, things that went on there. And so what people don't understand is that, you know, when you're in a position to give back to people and they can never um, repay you, that's when you know that you have evolved in life. And so he says, um, it says, you may think it's a lot to ask, but remember, in order to possess the treasure, one must in return give up what the treasure is worth, loyalty. No, no. It, it, loyalty is not something that you give up. It's not like ass. It's not like, oh, you know, I'm either. You, you just, you born like that. You loyal to the person that makes you believe that it's worth it. You know, it ain't got to be perfect, but they make you believe that it's worth it. Okay? So let's see what else he talks about. He says his book will be out this summer. He says he's an author. He does public speaking events in the San Francisco Bay Area. And for public speaking and inquiries, booking, contact me, A-E-A-S-E-E-M at gmail.com. He goes, I post two new articles every Thursday, and his podcast, it does not show it, but I felt that I should read that because that came from a man's point of view. No, he's not ugly. He's not ugly at all, um, and his IG is at Fuel for the Body. Um, I don't know what that's about. So, okay, folks are saying this article was written by Kevin Hart. It is not. Um, and then because I'm going through the comments right now because there was like 50 million pages on here. Um, and then he says, he says, there are many reasons, there's Daniel Murray says, there are many reasons that some that apply equally to men and women, but one major difference is shown in what women and men are attracted to and what women and men are attracted to. That didn't make any sense. It says in tests, which... Y'all know how I feel about when people quote shit and don't put the statistical analysis or the source. So it says, in tests, men were asked to look at a female face and rate it for attractiveness. I saw this test. It was actually on, um, oh, God, what's the show? Not any. I, I, I remember this test. It says, men always went for the most feminine, most estrogenized face, and the women were always attracted to a masculine face, but not the most masculine face. The face had heavier brows. Okay, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? See? See? See, this is why I hate people when they try to sound smart and they really sounded stupid. Oh, this is a good one. This guy says, I'm a male stripper, and that's great that you have an article on men cheating, even though disagree with the reason they cheat. They don't cheat for their ego. They cheat because of strong sexual impulses and need for sexual variety, and also because they don't like their women 100, even if they are aware of it. Ooh, let's take a drink to that. Mm. You should have an article on women cheating as well, of course, said the stripper. Because as a male stripper, I've seen plenty of women cheat or at least do things that will cause a breakup or divorce, have had many other men's wives, girlfriend, and brides to be cheat or do inappropriate things. People cheat because they are sexually attracted to other people, period, the end. There may be some people who cheat on their better half because of ego, but that's a small minority. No, 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 no. Cheating has to do with motive and fucking opportunity. If people's legs were closed and their minds were open, there would be less cheating. Okay, I watch a show called Billions. And um, I love this show. It's on Showtime, and it's about a guy named um, Axe, Bobby Axelrod. And in the movie, and he's white, but but it doesn't matter because because it's still a man. And one of the reasons I think that men cheat, let me just interject my situation, is that I think that when you're an alpha female and you're an alpha male, and all men like to think you're they're alpha males, you're really fucking not. Some of you are beta ass males because you continue to deal with beta ass females. But the studies show that alpha females have to, and you can look this up. You could just type in alpha female. See, I'm not like this guy. I will cite you a reference because. 
that's what I do. APA format if you need to. You can always email me at stayinyourlane123 at gmail.com if you need me to cite you the reference because I'm, I'm, I'm sensitive about my shit. So, you know, an alpha female typically nowadays has to choose an alpha male to mate, or I'm sorry, a beta male to mate with because alpha males are so conjoined with beta females because it is the weaker of the species and the easier prey. I'm not an easy prey. So I think that the reason that I've gotten cheated on in the past was because they're like, here's this big lion, and I just love her, and she is just amazing. But you know what? Now I got her. I'm going to put her in a cage, right? I'm going to feed her. I'm going to clothe her. I'm going to buy her little diamond necklaces to put on her while she's in the cage, being my lioness. And I'm going to cheat on her because I can not because she won't leave me. She's going to kill me. She's going to eat me if she finds out, right? But because where there is motive and opportunity, a weak male will go. Now, I watch the show Billions, and the reason I reference this show, and I love it, is because along with Shameless and Marty Khan on my um, on my, my things to do list, um, I love the show because in the show, he has an opportunity. He went on tour with Metallica, and he went to their one showing in North America or whatever, and he has an opportunity to cheat with this free spirit. And he tells her, he says, listen, I'm married. And she says, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I must have misinterpreted what, you know, what was going on. He says, no, you didn't. And he says, but the thing is, he goes, you know, basically in a nutshell, he says he values his relationship with his wife more, and he goes, and you're hot. You know, you, you, you really are. He goes, but I just, he said, I can't do that. Now, his wife in the show is Malin Ackerman, and she's amazing, blue-eyed, blonde hair. Not that that is a symbol of beauty, but, I mean, she is. she's a very striking woman. She's built athletically. She's not a twig. You know, and, and I just love the show because they have, she definitely speaks to the king in him, you know, and they have that type of relationship. They're still having sex. They have two little boys together, and he respects her above all things. And so what ends up happening is is that she gives him some advice. She says, you know, you need to watch Citizen Kane on the big screen. And he goes home and tells his wife, you know what, she goes, how was the concert? He flew out on a private jet, this, that, and the third. And he goes, it was amazing, you know, this, that, and the third. And she goes, well, you know, what do you want to do today? And he goes, you know, he goes, I want to watch um, Citizen Kane on the big screen, as I should. And that was a direct quote from the woman that he almost had an affair with. And what women don't understand is that, like I said, like in this particular situation, I mean, she did everything. She has two of his sons. She manages the finances. She punks people for him, you know, does things that he doesn't even know. So being a king and queen is just like being on a chessboard. There are certain moves that you can move with a, with a queen to protect her king that he will never know about. And it was like that in the series Rome. It was like that in the series, you know, Elizabeth. It's like that in the Da Vinci Demons. It's like that all the time. Everything is about making moves. Why would you try to cheat on a queen that you know has all out, you know, your moves for the next, you know, six months? And you don't even know it because you don't see it because you're so used to women that are speaking to the coon in you as opposed to the queen as opposed to the king in you. And so a lot of you women are used to men speaking in the concubine in you as opposed to speaking in the queen in you. You know, just two things. Let me just let me just say this. If he cares about you, if he loves you, he would never share you, not even with another woman. And if she cares about you, you know, she's gonna be a little psycho. 
She's going to be a little crazy. She's going to threaten you. She's going to say fucked up shit because she cares. And one thing about me that I learned from from my buddy Kendra is that certain things are investments. So even time, that's, you know, that's the biggest investment we have of all, right? You know, so I just had a situation where I was going to try to teach my son a lesson and tell him that we were going to catch the bus to Atlanta. That's 20 hours. And um, not that it would have been cheaper, but it was just, it would have taught him a lesson. Like, okay, well, mommy had to spend money over here doing this. We're, we're in the middle of renovation. So I had to take the money from somewhere. But then again, the, the business person to me couldn't do that because I don't have 20 hours. I don't have 20 hours to sit on a bus and wait to teach my son a lesson. I'll have to get a, you know, teach him another way because I don't have 20 hours when I know I can hop on a flight and be there in two hours. You understand what I'm saying? So, it, you know, I'm, I'm trying to speak to the young prince and my son to let him know that there are priorities, there are certain foundational things that need to be done, but not because the bougie in me, but the queen in me would not allow me to sit on a flight for or sit on a bus for 20 hours to try to prove a point. I just I wouldn't do it. That's the Katarina Sforza in me. And if you don't watch um, the White Queen, then you should. So basically, what I'm going to do, I'm a little upset because I didn't hear from my buddy Chris Classic. You guys know I always hashtag him. You know, if you guys are on Instagram, you can uh, hashtag him hashtag Carnal Classic, and you'll see all Chris Classic's things pop up. So. What I want is um, to try to play some of his music because he has been on fire lately. And I love to see a man with his passion. If you guys don't know, Chris Classic also has done over 200 scores for movies over the years. So Cars and Transformers and things like that, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Evelyn and the Chipmunks, he actually won, I think it was an American Music Award for that or a Grammy, one or the other. And I told you, I don't, I don't deal with no bullshit. And if you guys are on my Instagram page, if you go back about a year, him and I sat down and had brunch. He's been around my son. And you know I don't have nothing but royalty around my son. He has a son, Julian, same age, you know, as my child. So it's just amazing to see him come out of his shell and get savage. And he's also the guy, I'm sorry, that if you go back on my Instagram, at miss.d.sky, he's also the guy that I'm in the video with and I'm sitting there and he's like, okay, Cookie. And I'm like, I'm not Cookie, I'm Yvette today, you know. So we have a good time. Much respect to him, April, and to Rye, who has been a great um, person to speak to the king and him, you know. So right now I want to leave the show playing my buddy Chris Classic stuff. If you guys aren't following him on YouTube, he's on YouTube, and this track is called I Need. I love it. Check. They be talking this and that. I need this, I need that. What about what I need, you know? Check. I need whoever won the Powerball to holler at me. I need women to stop thinking men and make them happy. I need Obama to say, fuck it, let me free Mumia. I need Def Jam to treat Jay the good as Bieber. I need my son to feel the cops wouldn't shoot him down. That's for Michael Brown. I need Nike and Jordan to build some high schools. I need young thugger to spend the summer with Ice Cube. I need my people drinking clean water up in Flint. I need nobody. Keep my camp low. This is it. I need the world to know I'm who Jaden is talking about. And not the other way around. I needed to point that out. I need Cohibas and McAllen 12 in my glass. I need our daughters not to think they got to show they ass. I need my very own reality show. The one moment, miss moment. I need creative control. Check. I need Trump to not really become the president. I need that Stephen Avery DNA evidence. I need KD and Steph Curry on the Knicks. Shit, I might need to manage some bottle service chips. I need the Audi A7 or the R8. I need to elevate. I need to celebrate. I need Ebro to play this on the radio. 
And yeah, I'm down to collab, I need you pay me though I need Fab, Joey Bad, and Mayno I need my New York niggas to bring the game home I need a DJ to play this after trap shit I need you not to forget, this is classic I need the killer, jam master to die slow Who else can fuck with my flow? Shit, I need to know I need everything that's mine, nothing more than that Alright, enough what I need, you need to run this back Uh, check Uh, 2016 Chris Classic That might be good, Cash Let's see that up Yes, honey, and that's just a little sample. He has a bunch of shit out. You guys can go follow him, as I've told you 10 million times before, when y'all be in my inbox like, who is that, who is that? That is at underscore Chris Classic. Make sure you guys go follow him. And this was an amazing Tell the Truth Tuesday. I've seen y'all calling, but I ain't feel like answering because I don't want to fucking talk to y'all right now. But make sure you guys tune in to my show on Monday. I'll be on location live in, um, in Boston after the St. Patty's Day Parade. And make sure y'all go and research them black irish we do exist and so you know what i want to leave tonight's show with just you know because i mean how do you how do you end with um how do you end with chris classic so i think i'm gonna have to go just a little bit further back and do that it never rains in southern california to my beloved and here we go Take a 